Welcome to the podcast today. I'm Dan O'Sullivan, and my guest is podcaster Claire Sarah, who's going to have a podcast with me on it as a guest. Please welcome to the show, Claire Sarah. Fantastic to be here. Dano, you're an expert on the lawnmower. The lawnmower. The lawnmower. And so I thought we could probe your area. What? Of expertise. Oh, spelled wrong? You're listening to Expertise, spelled wrong. The podcast where the world's most expert experts discuss their areas of expertise expertly. Each podcast of Expertise brings you the recognized expert in the field, whatever the field happens to be, and whether or not that expert actually knows anything about it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your podcast guest, Dan O'Sullivan, and I would just like to say how excited I am to be here as a guest on my own podcast. Dano, you're an expert on the lawnmower. As you know, I'm a big proponent of the lawn, and the biggest thing about the lawn is keeping it mown. Mown. A mown lawn. A mown lawn is a healthy lawn. You'll have to pardon my old English past tense verb, Claire, but of course the lawnmower is an old English device descended from the long mower. Rather like the long boats of Viking times, the long mower was originally 300 feet long and powered by oarsmen. It could cut the grass of a typical suburban lawn in a single swath. It's been very exciting to watch a group of Icelandic Vikings swathing your lawn. I'm I'm getting yeah. chills just thinking about it. Do we have any depictions of that? Any ancient etchings? Uh, better than that, we have a wonderful display of etchings available on the second floor here at the Lawn Mowing Museum. These are etchings from around the world, depicting lawns pre-mown and post-mown as etched by famous etchers from many societies and many periods of history. Do you have any special period that you're interested in? I could give you some of the insider tidbits. Oh, gosh. I am such a fan of um, 1010. The year 1010. Yes. Oh, gosh, yeah. What an exciting time. I just had to clarify Mm. because, of course, that is a a mower setting in millimeters. And 1010 happens to be kind of an optimum length. What you want, Claire, is the same length under the ground as you have over the ground. Oh, so the root is the same as the above ground shiny part. You sound like an expert yourself, Claire. <laughs> the uh, the you. shiny part, or the blade, as it's called, ironically, because it is, of course, trimmed by a blade. Now, Dano, there's been a lot of pushback in modern times yeah. against yeah. a right green now. lawn in a front yeah. yard. Let me just interject there and say... By even posing a question like that, you're suggesting that I am pro-lawn. And in fact, all I am is pro-mower. There's a big difference. Mm, Okay. You want a gravel lawn? Sure, go to it. Mower gravel for you is what I say. I see. And of course, you're an expert in its history and its invention, which does not mean that you are an expert in its future. Nor in lawns. If you could see my lawn, uh, I think you would side with my wife on who needs to be outside (laughs) on a Saturday morning. (laughs) Don't get me started. With the barbecue and the brats and the croquet set. Look, when (laughs) we try... A a basketball area for uh, Teddy and and little Lincoln. A little slab of concrete. Oh, Speaking of gosh, which, we, we try to mow our heavy slabs of yeah. peat. There's just nothing mm. left, mm. you know. I'm sorry? Mm. Okay. 
Ironically, Claire, the Mower Museum in Indianapolis is placed on a pure concrete pad. Because of zoning reasons, we do not have our own lawn. This is a purely business district, and um, you can only have concrete, steel, and uh, you're allowed to have kind of a, a stink coming out of your building. Wow, that's very um, that's very interesting. Well, I um, just find it sad that you cannot have a, a beautiful green lawn, but the abattoir next door mm. can be throwing offal and innards out the window, and we can't have a green lawn. Dano, I can't help but wonder if this was a little bit of the man sticking it to the lawn mower by thinking that they're maybe forcing you towards having what we all know put the lawn mower truly out of business, and that is artificial turf yeah oh 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 artificial turf we have developed an artificial mower that works beautifully on the artificial turf it's made by um fisher price yes of course it's it's three feet tall and has Mm. a round plastic dome and when you push it three little multicolored balls inside yes bounce up and down and this does a beautiful job doing an artificial mow on the artificial turf. If you don't mind me just asking what the bouncing balls bring to the experience. I've, I've you know, mowing the lawn, Claire, is yeah. a tradition as old as America's suburbs. Yes. And when folks get out there, even on an artificial lawn, yeah. they want the sensation, the feeling, yes. the scent, mm. the sound mm-hmm. of the lawnmower. Oh. With no mower, the three marbles are bouncing up and down, ricocheting off the plastic dome, creating a rat-a-tat-tat effect, not unlike the original Wankel rotary engines that were used on the Max Bayer model 2022 from 1910, Mm. as developed right next door to the Wright Brothers studio in Dayton, Ohio. Dano, do you mind if I ask you the question that is coming in live chatted? Oh, how exciting. We have some uh, True Mower fans. Yeah. They're, they're wondering if the grass lobby, you know, as we know, is very powerful in Washington. Yep. Yep. Um, and if it was perhaps that the grass lobby got mixed up with the grass lobby. Mm-hmm. And if we could maybe just get back to mowing our own grass and leaving that, you know, funny grass off to the side of the highway where it can grow wild and free. Claire, I have decriminalized marijuana. Huh? Oh, oh, I see. I I didn't quite understand how your plan works. We here in Indianapolis at the Lawn Mowing Museum of Indianapolis, Mm -hmm. we are very old-fashioned in our thinking and our ways. I love it. And, you know, this whole legalized marijuana thing, even though it's called grass, nope, ixnay on the eagle eyes lay. Well, isn't it true that you at your company did try to start mowing some of the other grass? Mow it. Uh, Mow it. Chop it down. Get it out. Throw it away. Come on, folks. Chop it down. Let's burn that stuff up. Well, I think that by burning it, you might actually encounter some new ideas about how you feel about this grass. Let me get, let me give you some new ideas. If you want to get high in quotation marks. Let's start those lawn mowers up. Let's get out there in those lawns. Let's cut down that grass. Let's roll it up in those thin papers that you can buy at 7-Eleven. Wait. Let's sell those to school children. Let's light those little babies up. 
I, you know, if you want to get really high, it's a sky blue should, suit and a rainbow tie. You know, I, roll your own, baby. Roll your own. I, do, I just don't think that There's expertise raspberry, can strawberry, pretty red en- wine. endorse any of this. Besides tasting good, you're going to have a great time. We roll have a own. lot of minors who listen to this uh, podcast, so I'm just going to have to cut you off there. And um, thank you so much for all your information on the invention of the lawnmower. My pleasure, Claire. And ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank my guest, Claire Sarah, for hosting today's podcast and having me on as a guest. Claire, thank you. Thank you, Dan. The Expertise Spelled Wrong podcast is free. And like the Amish, all are welcome. Be sure to sign up for our email announcements at funnypodcast.co and follow us in your favorite podcast app like the expert podcast listener we know you are. Originally, as I mentioned, with the long mower, it was propelled by man. Sweaty, big, biceped Vikings. The oarsmen. The oarsmen. Do you have an etching that I could look at of Of anything like that? Of those muscled, lantern-jawed oarsmen? You know, purely for historical reasons, of course. Absolutely. 